on March 27th, Tuesday, and we're on episode 15 of uh, the Jet Show, right? All right. Damn, 15 episodes in already. Big one five, boys. All right, big one five. Um, we got listeners from uh, Germany, the, uh, the Netherlands, and all kinds of sweetie diggy places. <laughs> so, so, before we get to our, uh, our topic of the night, how is your final form looking? How, how's your bracket? Uh, I didn't pick. I mean, there's no way. I don't think anybody got this one right. Well, I looked at uh, I looked online. There was 54 perfect brackets in the uh, in the world, <laughs> or in the country, one or the other. And uh-huh. I was wondering, like, who the who the hell did this? And it was probably like a female when it was nothing about basketball or sports. They just picked the color of the teams. Right. There's no way. I don't think anybody would have yeah. one. What's call it? In the final four, yeah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Now I do have Michigan and uh, Villanova in my final four, so I'm doing all right right there. But man, this year is probably one of the crazier years for NCAA basketball. But right. I never, uh, I never doubt my boys, Michigan. I never doubt them. I know they pull through a lot. We'll see how they do. Uh, yeah, who they? They're playing. Uh, what you call right? We're playing Chicago. Loyola. We're playing Loyola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know they they look. To be a Cinderella team. I don't even think it's Cinderella, man. They look. They look like a good team. I mean, yeah, they're a good team, but it's definitely a Cinderella team. But small school right. out of Illinois, coached by a ninety-year-old uh, reformed nun. All right, man. Well, let's go into the. Uh, we're going to topic two tonight. The DJ Envy situation, and uh, I think Troy, you've seen some of it, right? I've seen how soft he was. That's what I saw. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is, basically, I think it was last year he cheated on his wife, and uh, he went on a talk show and talked about it with his wife. So after that, his boys, you know, uh, they had their own show, and they were kind of getting on him about his interview on, uh, I think it was on The View, and uh. So DJ Envy invited them on the show and then kind of tried to get tough about the situation and said, you know, you can't talk about my wife, blah, blah, blah. And then they thought it was cool, man, because they're a show about jokes. You know, they they troll everybody. So, uh, you know, over time of the interview, he got to a point where he just up, like up and walked out of the show. So what do you guys, do you think like being a celebrity and allowing your life to be viewed by everybody? You know, are there any topics that are off limits? <laughs> no, well, actually, I I think the thing is supposed to be funny host to be invited into the show. You already know what they're about. And you already knew. I think he could have done it one-on-one instead of, like, bringing him on the show and trying to play him. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't always going to go through in the first place. You don't bring comedians on the show and try to, you know, go hard at them because they're not going to take no pitch. That's what you call trolling. That's what we do all the time. Troll people to the, right. the extent where they want to fight you and kill you. They thought he was like literally joking, but he was like crying about a situation that happened. And he already did this. You know, it was like, it wasn't like it was like a undercover situation. Everybody knew about it. So I can see if it was like a secret, like me and John talked about me cheating on my wife, and then John just goes on the air and then brings it up. You know, <laughs> on the jet show. Yeah, bring it up on the jet show. But if you, like, the whole world knew about it, and then you just, like, get butthurt because they made a comedy about it. The, the, the part he got butthurt about is that he said, you're staying with your, the wife is only staying with you because she wants your money. That's basically what the part was about. 
And that was the truth. I mean, but that's what he got mad about. He said, my wife ain't staying because of the money. She's staying because she wants me, essentially. That's basically what they had. The way he got butthurt about yeah. it. And then they started laughing. And, you know, Charlemagne, he didn't say nothing. He started laughing at everybody. And, um, <laughs> he gave me the shout out and got butthurt. Well, First yeah, time ever. The cost of pain, man. The cost mm-hmm. of pain that your life is literally the public's life. I mean, you think about that popular girl in high school. Everybody knew what she was doing, who she was dating, what her grades were, how rich her parents were. And things like that. So you put that in the entertainment world and all your personal stuff, man, it, it's fair game, especially to the media. I mean, there's really nothing off limits, especially when you're on the ex- explicit show. So, I mean, if he didn't want his stuff out there like that, he shouldn't have brought it up. But that was, that, that's on him. <laughs> you can't, mm-hmm. you can't put your stuff on the table and expect people not to exploit it, especially people who make money off the exploiting things like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the whole premise of their show is like they just watch videos and they, you know, they talk about it while it's live. So I don't think they really rehearse anything. It's just all like freestyle comedy for the most part. So I don't really think they even mean what they're saying at the time. Where but, do these come like, from? They, I mean, they they've been like doing it for a long time, man. But they just started now getting, you know, popular on. Uh, I think they're on Viceland. Yeah, I've seen them on Viceland. That's what I was wondering because uh, I was seeing them on Facebook every now and then. And- just wonder what they're funny, though, how man. popular they were. They oh, are they're big yeah, boys. They were funny boys with uh, Charlemagne. That's Charlemagne's boy. So you know he wanted to think that. Mm-hmm. That's oh. the worst part about it. Yeah, he, he like inspires them to do the comedy. You know, he like promotes them and everything. So there's no right. way he's going to take a side over they, his boys over, you know. It's kind of hard in that situation. It's like, will I take a side with Evan or will I take a side with John? We all on the same show, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. like, why the hell would you even bring that situation to the studio? Right, you kind of like he set him up. It's almost like he was uh, waiting to just, you know, he almost like he invited him so he could talk shit. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and then it backfired and he walked out. He yeah, and you can't do that. You like, can't. <laughs> you can't confront someone and then back down, man. It kind of doesn't make sense. So you, you know, know the person those... I think for her like that is Josh. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but even I mean, caller. <laughs> but that show, man, a lot of people come and punk uh, Charlemagne, you know, because he says some crazy stuff and from time to time. And Charlemagne but uh, shit. you talk about yeah, he doesn't like, anywhere at any time about what he wants to talk about. Yeah, he just I mean, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, so back to the thing though, it's I mean, you can't get mad at something that you put out to the public, man. Like it doesn't make any sense. Nah, you can't, not at all. You know, but and at the end of the day, I mean, if I did something stupid and I had to go on TV and talk about it, you guys would rag on me about it. I wouldn't rag on you. I'd tell you after yeah. the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Jay, your personal life is my personal life, so I can't, I can't hear you out, man. I hear not myself. So, but it's, right, it's right. the personality you got to have in order to take the heat, you know? You can't mm-hmm. just be out there. Not to be a funny man, it can't take, you know, what somebody else said. Oh, you can't be like, I'm gonna talk shit about people all the time, and then if somebody talks shit about me, I'm about to cry. People do that shit all the time. It makes no sense. Yeah, and right, right before be- this happened, right before this happened, uh, that's when, uh, Kevin Hart, you know, he had that cheating, uh, scandal too, man. And you remember the, what's the guy from, uh, Next Friday? The African dude? Is it Black Oh, I love him. Yeah, my, Michael Black. Yeah. <laughs> Well, both of them, they're like boys, man. They grew up in Philadelphia, and and, my, and Blackson was like making fun of 
Kevin Hart Snapchats and stuff, man. And and now they don't, oh, yeah. you know, they're beefing or whatever. But he's a comedian, yeah. and you got to know, like, everything. I mean, like, that's what I was asking. Is there anything that's off-limited? The only thing off-limited is something that you don't bring out to the public. And if you brought it out to the public, it's like trying to put it outside. You're my boy. You shouldn't bring it up. But, I mean, you look, I mean, look at everything. Politics, entertainment, um, music, it, it's all, everything is out there. So, I mean, we got Donald Trump's affair, prostitute, not prostitute, I'm sorry, porn star. And, I mean, it, this has caused a huge uproar because they, they can't really dispute it. But they're trying to find motivation of why she's coming out with this. It happened in 2006. And really, I mean, <laughs> Donald Trump, I can't, I can't imagine 45 chicks lying on him like that, all collaborating in one big whole union. Well, you know, I when they come, I was gonna say, you know, when they come with one, it's like 17,000 of them to come. That ain't true, you know. Every situation, every, every famous person that has supposedly either A, raped a girl, did some stuff with a girl underage or above age, whatever it may be. It's about 50 girls. And it makes the story just like non-believable at that point. Right? How can you get 50 people and not, you know, nobody know about it? Or how can you cheat on his wife with 50 prostitutes and she never found out? It's like almost like, you know, they get set up. It is what it is. But what, mm-hmm. who's to say you got set up? You can't really judge a person's character unless you know who they are. So, like, once again, like if I brought it back to my boys who I hang out with all the time, you know their character. Versus us working on the outside and somebody's just throwing a hundred women at John and saying, cheat on his wife without a divorce. And then, you know, now it's a media outlet, uh, a media outlet that John did this and you can't really take it away. You can't renege on a hundred women because there's going to be some idiot out there to keep posting the same thing. But you cheated on a hundred women. Like, you know, it's people. <laughs> yeah, the number. It's know. a number game, man. You know, how can you, how can you debunk? So many women coming out, you know. And then on top of it, I mean, from 2006 to 2018, um, you know, now. That another, uh, another chick came out and they had like almost the same story. Either they out to get the Donald or I'm not sure what they're doing. It's got to be damaging to the administration given all the other things that are going on within the administration, not just personal issues with the whole professional thing where people are getting fired or resigning or spilling the beans. I mean, I think this is one of the uh, one of the worst. Right. Sure. I, I, I mean, just I always, know. I just always look at timing, man, and the timing of it is kind of, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, man, to, that we should be paying attention to, and <clears throat> I don't really think there's too much to this story because we've already known about it or heard about it before. But the point of situations like this is to steer us from, steer us away from the right. facts that's going on in the world. That's the whole purpose right. of it. Right, right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, man. There, I mean, there's kids marching yeah. on Washington. There's gun control. There's the economy. There's a lot more important stuff, man. Exactly, that's true. I mean, gun control. I still has a lot to do, you know, martial law and their development right. and taking away protection from homes. That that's all gun control is about. Even that amendment in itself, the, you know, the right to bear arms is all based off martial law. It's not based off walking down the street with an AK-47 and being able to protect yourself. Right. And, uh, well, let me ask you this question, because when I think about the Second Amendment, and a lot of people say it's so the government won't take our guns or can't control us, I always have a hard time understanding it because the government is us. You know, like, I work for the government. So how hard would it be for the government to take the guns away? It doesn't make any sense. 
It's not hard for them to do anything they want to do. They can literally put a log into it. And as soon as they see the person with a gun, boom, gone. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, the people coming to take the guns are the people you know, like, personally, like, in, a, in your family or... Unless they, what are they going to hire? The right. outside army or the UN or something? <clears throat> well, a well-regulated well militia, you know. Right. So, this all this verbiage has to do with some foreign entity coming to try to take over the country, and the citizens having that right to protect themselves with lethal firearms. Mm-hmm. I don't think that translates a whole lot into what's going on today. It's it's kind of like a side conversation. Gun control has nothing to do with abolishing the Second Amendment, you know, mm-hmm. in my eyes. Gun control is putting in measures to try to prevent things from happening on the front end instead of retroactively going back and saying, okay, now we can't, we can't sell guns to these people. No, like something's got to happen now to where people can't have access to this stuff. But just like drugs, just like in the black market, it's not going to stop just by laws because criminals break laws. <laughs> That's what they do. So, mm-hmm. every day on. <clears throat> yeah, right. we know it firsthand, man. For sure. They're not guilty all the time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> That's the story. That's the story, man, and I'm sticking to it. Hey, I keep saying it too if I do. I don't do drugs. That was just one time. That's right. That's a good, another thing too, man, because I see it. I see a lot of backlash or a lot of people posting about, uh, you know, gun control and the kids don't really have a right to protest and they should be in school. And like, what are your what are your thoughts about that, man? Because for me personally, I'm like, I can't speak for the kids, man. Like, I've never been in a school that's got shot up. So I don't know what I would do if that if that happens. No, we had a lot of bomb threats and all that BS. People brought guns to school, but they were never stupid enough to shoot at somebody. You know? Right. I've never, I've never sat in the class and had it shot up, man. So I, I can't speak on their behalf or think they're doing the wrong thing, man. Like they're doing what they feel is right. Now right. this topic could take a heavy turn, and the turn I mean, you know, only those certain kinds of people shoot up schools, and we know what color we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good point. I mean, there's not a lot of mass shootings that happen with other races. I mean, that's true. It's a fact. Yeah, that's true. But I would, I think the point is that we are able to like single out the person that caused us trouble and then beat the shit out of them versus us holding in the anger and being like, fuck this mom, we're killing everyone. You know, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullied and like you know, just like you know, just like scrunny little ass kids who just you know, I don't know how. This is one thing. You, John, you know your kids very well. Even if their kids were like thirteen, fourteen, you know your kids very well. How the hell is that these kids' parents don't have any idea how they got the AK forty seven with like hollow tips and like you know nine millimeters going to schools and like that's crazy. There's no way. First of all, in my in my office, my granny, she was ninety seven, she could see around the corner. That shit ain't happening. She's like, I can smell gunpowder. <laughs> like that shit ain't happening. Well, she going up there and shooting up that damn school boy. Exactly. And she take that gun to school and put it back to them. They're gonna take yeah. that trash off. Right. Yeah, so it's a mixture. It it's a mixture of everything, yeah. man. Like good parenting, uh like the bullying thing, I really don't believe that's true because I mean, think about it. we blame the bully, but at the same time, that kid getting bullied came and shot up innocent kids. 
So, right. You know, how, how does that make right. it right? Hey, that's a hundred times worse than getting bullied, man. You know, there's multiple right. stresses at once. It ain't just the bullying. I think it's a fact, like I brought up before. Most people don't know how to deal with their anger and you know point out the person who caused troubles. They'll just take it out on everybody instead, you know, because they're too afraid to take it out on that person singly. It's like and you got, you got, you got these. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, you got these mental illnesses too that are either undiagnosed or over medicated. So you have, mm-hmm. and I think we spoke about this before a few episodes ago. Growing up, when I was growing up in school, I did not see one out of three kids on some type of psychotropic medication. I did not see that at all. I heard about kids that were like uh, ADHD, you know, uh, hyperactive. I've seen that before. That was about it. I didn't see a lot of bipolarism, schizophrenia, depression, uh, whatever the case would be. Like, that's prevalent now. Now, what's going on to make this stuff so common? Um, but I think that's a factor in it, too, is either being bullied for those situations or it's you know, these kids got mental illnesses, and you you don't see this stuff coming until after. Right. No, I mean you've seen. I mean you've seen the the mug shots, man, of most of the mass shooters, and you know they look crazy, man, like bug eyed, and so right. and they all. I think there's a correlation or a link. You know, most of them were all on some kind of medication. Yeah, anti yeah. yeah, yeah, antidepressants. I mean, yeah, and you see the side effects in anything, man. You could take over the counter shit and have a side effect. I mean. It, it's not. Right. It doesn't fix the problem. It just masks. I, we already talked about that before, man. Right. It's just. I. I think we're like an over medicated society, man. Versus just sitting down and listening <laughs> to people. You said it right there. Well, what if I want to? We are. We are. See, I think that's that's also it, man. We we don't want to sit and listen, and we don't want to do coping mechanisms, skills, or straight up just attention. Like mm-hmm. pay attention to these people. Maybe they don't have to revert to drugs. Or they're stuck having a video game for 20 hours a day in an ultimate lifestyle or an ultimate world. And mm-hmm. now you wonder why these people can't relate to anybody, can't, don't have any social skills. So when they get bullied or they got some issues, some issues happening where it takes some type of intervention between people, they're like, fuck it, everybody got to die. <laughs> exactly. No, I know. And I think about oh, that, like, as, as a human like me, like what would make me want to go kill everybody man like i don't understand you know and and if i'm in an altered mindset like now you see people who drink and go out and think they can fight everybody i mean yeah, I, got, I know a lot of people like that <laughs> right who drink and think they can fight everybody. exactly so imagine as a kid you're taking some some medication man and you know i don't think they factor in all the other factors your weight and height and i think we can even I, play the opposite side some people just need medication you know? Well, some people, right? But like you, you said, know, if you're getting medicate them, and you know, they just overlook their problems because they didn't want to talk to them. Maybe that extra medication could help them. So you think taking those pills, like you know, kind of cuts off the uh, the mechanism to be able to to think rational? Like you can't, uh, you're more prone to act on I don't know the thoughts in your head. I only got a few thoughts in my head. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Kill everybody. <laughs> but I'm okay. saying when you're inhibited, not inhibited, but when you're uh. Like, under the influence, man. Like, you do dumb shit. Like, people drink and drive or, you know, people hook up with fat girls when they drink. Like, you don't, you're not on the right side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to go very hot. No, very insensitive. Huh? No, very insensitive. Okay, it's insensitive. I'm talking about. Don't shit. Hooking up with fat girls. 
I'm not saying that's a bad thing. All right, Lord, I apologize. We all fat. I'm not saying I'm, I'm talking about someone outside of your standard. I, I got you. I got you. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with big girls, man. There's nothing wrong with big people. I apologize. Won't see nothing. Big ass body. Something like that. We just lost like five listeners. And I. It's okay. All right, disclaimer. I, I don't like. I'm kidding. I don't like skinny girls. I don't like skinny girls. I'll put that out. There. Oh yeah, the bone marrow. I think we're getting on the bone marrow. Uh, we're, we're, make, we're, make, we're making it worse. We're really it's worse. It's getting worse. Yeah. All all of God's uh, creatures are all we're all we're all beautiful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's a segue. Let's go into the uh, let's let's go into the uh, question. The question of the night, man. Uh, the uh, epidemic, the epidemic that we're facing here in America is the uh, chap lips, and I see it a lot, man. And... <laughs> <laughs> no. no, dude. I... Listen, this is going way back in the day for me is uh you know you know Jay, right, Evan? Like we used to work at uh back in the day we used to work at Sam's Club man and and we were cashiers and I was helping him uh I think I was helping him bag stuff or put things in a in a cart or whatever. And this guy came up to us, man, and like he he leaned over on the uh you know that little platform where you write your check on? Yeah, he leaned over, he's like, Hey fellas, can you help me out, man? Uh I'm just trying to look for the uh I'm trying to find the water. And we're like, yeah, and we looked up, man, and his lips were the driest lips I've ever seen in my life. We got to get you to the water ASAP, man, because you got to be like the most dehydrated person I've ever seen in my life. So the thing is, how do you let, <laughs> how do you let yourself get to where your lips are that chapped? Like, you got to know. If you run out of Carmex, that's the only way. So, you know, I stopped using Carmex for a while. You can just lick your lips. You start licking too much like LL Cool J because somebody gets swallowed by it. I mean, you, you can yeah. lick it a little bit on the slack. And I can also see if, you know, I think people relate to you. Like, have you ever had that person that when you lick your lips, they lick their lips? Is it because yeah. you, yeah. they see you there, they'll feel as though, you know, something wrong with my lips? Or if they like wipe their face, if you wipe your face, they wipe their face, they're like, wait, is there something on me? I mean, that's what you should start doing. Like, but don't get a little weird. Don't be licking your lips and then like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, lick your damn lips and ash your lips. <laughs> but usually, if you do something, they'll do it. So if you lick your lips or wipe your mouth, they'll do it. So you kind of like do it that way and feel like being an asshole and being like, listen, you got some blood running down the middle of your lips. It's just crusty. 
<laughs> James, James, remember we used to do this, man, like a few years ago? Well, damn, it's a long time ago. You go by to somebody, you just say, damn, man, my lips are just so chapped. And then watch everybody lick their lips. That's where you went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go into a yeah. classroom. And, and, and anybody listening, try, try this out. All right. Go into a classroom or some of a lot of people. Talk to one person and say, damn, my lips feel dry as hell. And just look around. And you see everybody licking at that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think it's an epidemic, man. I think people truly don't people truly don't know that they have chapped lips. I literally just licked my lips just now because of that conversation. So did I. You know the worst part is, is if you live in a northern state, y'all already know what that means. You can't have no cold chapped lips. Them bitches gonna break them. Oh, so I believe. So oh, I just had so many times where I was like getting to lick my lips, and then I'll talk to somebody in the middle of my lips crack. And it took the blood running down again first. <laughs> that shit hurt too, man. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. And that shit won't heal for a while. I use a, I use a Vaseline too, uh, the poor white one. That that is uh that's where it's at right there. I don't like Carmax with too much whatever the hell it is in it that make it um antihistamine and shit. The Vaseline mm-hmm. is nice and smooth. It 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 stays on pretty much all day and it's not intrusive. My lips I'm gonna be shining like Right. I'm on Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> as a man, yeah, as a man, you can't have some popping lips, man. Your lips can't be popping no. as, a, as a man. My lips, my lips no. will not be popping. No. No. No at all. <laughs> so it's a hard, it's like you're no. in a tight spot, man. Like, what do you want to do? I mean, so, I mean, chapstick works. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, that is too wet. Um, yeah. But the, the Vaseline stuff, like, it's perfect. Like, I, I will promote that on the air. You know, if you got chapped lips and you can't talk and you're thirsty, Grab a tube, a blue and white Vaseline, and it, uh, it what, works. Uh, it, it, what what company? What company is that? It is Vaseline. It is Vaseline. Vaseline. All right. Vaseline. Well, there we go. Hey, we need advertisers. Vaseline. Well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I've seriously Sponsors. been in that position where my lips Sponsors. cracked in the middle, and it looked like I had double lips. Like it was like my lips <laughs> separated, and it was like part of the red. You get like that little. And you can say, uh, of the crack lips where you got the All right. So let me, Troy, let me ask you this then. As a friend, <laughs> if I see that, if your lips crack and start bleeding, man, what do I do? Do I, is it direct pressure or? You just stare at the lip until they lick it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I what do people, they like, like, like having a book <laughs> hanging out of your mouth. You can't, what do you tell me? Hey, man, you just, uh, you gotta wipe that booger, man. I, I can't be looking at you with the book on your face, man. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, you know the first thing you is gotta, you gotta, get on the subject. Holocaustic breath. How do you tell somebody, nigga, that you brush your teeth today? Damn, you didn't see. Well, I mean, it's well time. It's it's gonna be that you really, really got about to go to shoot. No, it's don't brush your teeth. There's some people I have to back up. You have to back up on it. I mean, it, it, it's a that's a that's an issue. That mm-hmm. makes me feel like, you know, damn, man, what if my breath felt bad one night? Or day, and I didn't know. And I'm just talking to somebody, just literally murdering them. And, and some of my things, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do, yeah. man. I mean, I will feel terrible, one. But okay, I was talking to people. Yeah, but but you know. you know, like, don't you know when your breath is funky, man? Like, you can tell. That's what I'm saying. You know? Well, well yeah. It doesn't make like, sense. Thinking, well, that person who breath stinks, like, what if they don't know? Oh, they, they gotta know. know. They, they, know. they know. And that's a mental it's disorder. Man. It's, it's got to go. It's a mental disorder. It's got to go back it's in the mental health. 
All you got to yeah, do look. is just stink in hell for the stink. Now, come on now. Now, if you musty, there's no way in hell right. I should have to tell you. You must, you must come up and go through your nose and then it has to hit my nose. So you're telling me you don't know. <laughs> uh, Right. Uh, it's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like saying I forgot to wash up for five days. Come on now. So I forgot to take yeah. change my draw. I forgot to wipe my ass after I farted because I shat it myself. <laughs> you, you, you what? No, I threw a pair of drawers last week. <laughs> well, we can move along, man, to the the main topic, the art of conversation. And uh, I sent the link out. I messed up on the website, so I apologize if anybody clicked and seen some uh, some horrible images. A little kindness yeah. the first time. Right. Yeah, well, we so, talking about it. We, we, we already we already dug a hole. Right. So let me if, if let me put that disclaimer out. The disclaimer is, I meant to say capablemen.com. I put men.com. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you put capablemen.com. Right. Men.com is only linked. So if anybody clicks on that link, it went to some less reputable uh, websites that we'll not talk about. Um, <laughs> I that thought there was talk about pop-ups. Like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. We're not, we're not going to do that. <clears throat> we can't. Um, All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's try to cover this topic, man, because I think it 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 pertains to what's going on in this world, man. Like it is so hard to conversate nowadays with people, man, and actually without you know digging into your point of view and not really listening to the other person. So that's why I thought this article was uh, you know, it kind of fit everything that's going on in this world. It's kind of hard to read, man. It's it's a lot of shit and a lot of different topics and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know if you guys got a, I don't know, cliff notes of it or what do you guys think about it? Well, I mean, what is what is stand what I understand about it? It kind of put a perspective on your life. So it's a you're a map, and in your map you only see the areas around you. So your experience mm-hmm. is basically the areas around you. You're talking to somebody with a different map, so their map. Mm-hmm. Shows them that these situations are are perceived this way. So when you're talking to somebody, you can't be you can't have tunnel vision. You have to actually understand that this person does not see it the way you do, but they're not from where you're from. And that's where a lot of our borders come up when it when we come to debate. We can debate all day about something, but I guarantee you, nine out of ten debates, especially on Facebook, turns personal. You start attacking mm-hmm. that person and not their opinion. You know, like. If somebody doesn't agree that the kid got shot in Sacramento, you know, no, he shouldn't have ran from the cops. And, you know, if he obeyed the law, he wouldn't get shot. I'm like, you know, who the fuck are you? So just if you break the law, you, you got to get killed for it now? Like, that, that's where we at? But mm-hmm. if I look at it from their point of view, it's like, why are we trying to protect somebody that made police chase them, turn themselves into a suspect, put that doubt into the police officer's mind that maybe this person has a weapon? This person was doing something wrong. We're chasing, got the helicopter and all this stuff. And he got shot. That's the nature of the game. But from my point of view, that's a whole life that you just took when you are supposed to be trained to shoot or not to shoot in situations like that. And people keep trying to defend it where, well, you don't know. We had a cell phone and he pointed it at somebody. Look, if somebody pointed the cell phone at me, I'm not going to shoot him in the face. Like, I, I guarantee you I can tell the cell phone. Um, I mean, a Samsung Galaxy uh, 360, 
Uh, five, five, yeah. six. Uh, five, five. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's, but I gotta understand that some people don't see it that way. I don't agree. I don't, I don't think the kid should have been shot and killed like that. Especially when, what I do see from my experience is we had the, the school shooters. If they didn't kill themselves, then they were taken alive. The church shooter, if he didn't kill himself, he wasn't taken alive. I mean, the church shooter wasn't taken alive, but I'm saying these white kids that do all this stuff that kill multiple people, if they don't kill themselves, they are taken alive. Like, and this is, uh, this is factual. This is what you can look at. This is tangible evidence. So I can say this black dude who broke into a car or somebody's house was running from the cops. Why did he have to die for that? You know, this right. is where my, my discrepancy is. That's my experience though. Cause my map mm-hmm. tells me that in my area of, of thinking, that's how it looks. That's my subjectivity, not objectivity. Right. So. No, no, that was the part that stuck out to me too, man, was the, the map analogy was, uh, you know, you might see, you know, uh, like a map, a map is a small description of the area that you want to go, you know, discover pretty much. So, right. You know, that map might show like, Hey, you know, there's so many trees, there's a forest over here, there's a lake, there's, you know, some houses or whatever, but you know, you don't know how many trees are there. You don't know the people that live there until you actually go out to that area. I feel like that's our problem with everything we debate about is like, we're not in the shoes of the people that we're trying to determine how they should act or react to a situation. And then our debate is formed off, you know, just simple perception of reality, how you think things should play out, but it's not the truth, man. It's not what's reality. So in all conversation, I think two parties should be looking for the truth. Possible. From the map, you don't think we're... I think the map uh, basically looks the same to everybody, but some people are afraid to say it because there, I think they also agree with what we're saying, but they don't want to agree with what we're saying. That's the metaphor of the map. They say we don't view it the same, but we do view it the same. Because to John, the earth is flat. To us, the earth is round. <laughs> that doesn't mean the map is not the same when you actually look at it. It right. just means we have a different outlook on what the map is supposed to mean. Yeah, but it's based off so, your your reality or your... But it's only one reality. You can't base it off your reality. It's almost looking, overlooking the problem. Did this white kid not get away with it? Did this black kid not get shot for doing the same thing? So that's almost saying that what happened wasn't factual. In reality, the black kid, the black kid got shot because he did the shit wrong. The white kid did it right. He walked down, put his hands down, and dropped the gun. I mean, that makes no sense. <laughs> right. People look at it like right? You know, they like they don't want to say what actually happened because they're afraid of the outcome and of the other culture being correct. I mean, you know, it always is. It's not to say everything's not racial, but most things that are happening today is racial. Racial disparity is huge in developing the map and the view of the map. That's the whole point of purpose of the thing. They say you view it differently, but I think they mean you view it differently based on your upbringing, your racial, you know, disparities. Um, all those things play a heavy part in how you look at the map. Because you can't just grow up and say, let her damn iPad up like she's on the first fucking show that started on Monday. Somebody got something first. <laughs> it sounds like a call center behind you. 
know. <laughs> yeah. Hello, <laughs> thank you for calling online pharmacy. Can I help you, please? Like, I know. Sound like a damn bill collector, like shit <laughs> back in the like, <laughs> line. Hold on, how can I help you? You know what I was saying. It's longer drawn out, but people try to play with words, try to play imaging, try to play with reality. The reality is, right? Well, fuck up. Motherfuckers get shot based off racial disparity. Everybody, right. you know, I mean, even if it's not racial, you know, maybe it's a poor versus rich thing, like you put it before. Right. Regardless of the fact, you know, it's all based off how you grew up and how you live currently. So right. You know, and, and yeah. regardless of the monetary or color, we'd be all right. Right. And right. I always go back to the, the race thing, man. I don't really necessarily think it's race. Uh, I think it's, you know, rich and poor because there's not a lot of good examples of like, you know, middle class or upper class getting shot by the cops. It's normally poor right. people, you know, and even in that documentary we watched, even they said, you know, they pretty much safeguard the, the middle class and rich. That, that's right. pretty much the, no, the primary. The upper, the upper middle. The upper class. <clears throat> yeah, that's the, the that's upper, pretty much the their primary class. purpose. Is to enforce <clears throat> enforce laws and and safeguard the the upper class for the most part. Well, that, that's what class warfare was. It was you know the poor people were policed differently. That's why they were put in different areas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't like a coincidence that all the poor people live in the industrial area and the richer people live in the suburbs and the outlying areas. But they, we are police, and I say we because right now it's all three of us. We are policed differently. Which is, that's our map though. Our map shows us that that's how it goes. But somebody mm-hmm. else from, you know, upstate New York, they wouldn't know that. They, they weren't police like that. The cops in their neighborhood, they know on a first name basis. They go to church with them. Or they go to school with their kids. Their kids are friends. That, that's how they know they're cops. Right. All like and, uh, about that. no, no, cause I, I think, uh, I forgot where I was reading this, man, but they were saying, remember the stop and frisk in, uh, I think it was New York. That was like a pretty, a big topic, man. And, and then this other guy, he debated that, you know, you can walk down Wall Street or any suburban area and pretty much stop and frisk a lot of white people and probably get cocaine or types of drugs like that from people, you know? But it's not the disparity between who they enforce the laws, you know, the, the, uh, demographic. It's not, it's not uh, equal. So, I mean, even up here in North Dakota, you have, you know, I think it's three-fourths of the traffic stops um, that yielded any type of uh, drug possession or intent to distribute were white. And and that's, that's a, a very high number, but statistically it's very close to accurate. Um, but you look at the total number of stops, you know, Minorities are stopped at a higher number, not a higher rate. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be driving while black. Yeah. You can't be driving while black or native or Mexican. Man, I mean, but we we have we have these numbers, you know. And when we talk to people, people like to deflect on a lot of things, but you know, liars can't figure, but figures can't lie, and that's that's why when we do the debates or we do our forums here in our that might not. You, I gotta bring statistics because people look at what's thrown in their face, i.e., what's in their map. Their map says mm-hmm. that black on black crime is very high. What they're not gonna tell them is white on white crime is the same percentage. <laughs> so, 
Right. But they don't know but, that that's something that no. that's not thrown in their faces. Right. And I think that's why like this this uh article is important, man, is you know, they're trying to get the whole sole purpose of communicating with, with any party or any person is to get to the truth of what we're debating. So right. like it's good that we all you know, we all have our different maps, our different perspectives, but we we all can understand from each other or learn from each other. That's what it's all about, man. And on Facebook, you see it, you know, you post something or comment on a post, man. And before you know it, it turns ugly really fast, man. You're like, yeah. and then you're stuck you in a weird position. You're stuck in a weird position because you're like, you know, I didn't intend to take it this <laughs> this way, man. And then right. you you get defensive and like I literally commented one thing, man, and it got the white privilege and I'm white. I'm like, what the hell are we even talking about? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. it was literally the second post. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what, what are we talking about? White privilege? I'm saying the fact that if anybody tries to protest in America, you have a problem with it, but you defend the Constitution, so it doesn't make sense. Everybody right. should be afforded the right to protest. It doesn't matter what race. Yeah, I think it was you. Didn't you say on that post that you disagree with the protest? So you think the protest is wrong because it's not what you feel. You said something right. like that, and right. and that, that's right though. Because if people don't agree with that, we need gun reform. That whole walk out and protest, they're not going to agree with it. They're going to say, "Hey, this is stupid. Why are you guys doing that?" You know, mm-hmm. of course not. You're not going to agree because that's not how you feel. But when you talk to those hundreds of thousands of people that was out there marching and, and protesting, they got a different view of it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean. You can't you can't defend the Constitution and then no you can't uh, pick and choose that's the thing right definitely can't, can't pick and choose no you can't pick and choose when mm-hmm. it applies to you know it only applies to your thoughts and how you feel but another person how they feel it doesn't apply to I mean you're right. you know after that after you I don't know if you're if you're always one sided in any kind of debate or any kind of argument like I never take that person's uh, point of view like valid you know I don't. Right. You got to be oh, in the middle. Names or what? No, 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 no. I have, I have a lot of friends that come out and just at times you're like, wow, man, like, you know, you're always right. one sided on everything. I don't understand. <clears throat> right. I can, you know, I could say that my point of view is not always right, but I'm gonna listen to the next person and understand where they're coming from. I like that's I like very sure. If I'm, if I'm a debate, give me numbers that I can't dispute, and then once I get those numbers, I'll digress. You know, I'll take the. I'll take the high road. Um, but until that happens, then I'm going to stick to what I know. And I will never debate. I will never go into a debate that I'm not going to win because that's just dumb. <laughs> so Dude, like, I don't know if you... Just because of personal issues. Oh, right. I don't know if you ever heard... Uh, this is crazy because I remember uh, Dave Chappelle, man. I don't... You remember when he was saying, like, it's always crazy at times of, like, uh, tragedy or when things are getting politically crazy, like, we we turn to celebrities for an answer, you know? I remember when he was like, oh, man, they they tuned in, or they tuned in to Ja Rule one time after 9-11. And he's like, oh, I was just waiting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> right? That's what Ja Rule had to say. <laughs> yeah. What does Ja have to say about how to keep us safe in America, you know? But, uh... Right. He has a song in one of his newer CDs, man. He said, the more opinionated you are, the less, or the more ignorant you are. I mean, do you guys think that's true? The more opinionated you are, the more ignorant you are on the topic? The more opinionated you are, the more ignorant you are on the topic? No. Yeah. You don't think so? Like, like, 
No. I'm saying because you're, cause you're saying facts. Like, you're stating facts to get your point across. But if you're just opinionated. Uh, opinionated. You, you're saying that yeah. word all, all weird, man. I'm opinionated. I know. <laughs> I'm saying the facts. Man, you opinionated, man. You opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> you so opinionated. Yeah, okay, I'll see. I'll, I'll see where you're going with it. Well, not just I mean, a fact. Right. right. Well, I mean, you, you can definitely make, you can definitely give your opinion on things with facts. You can do that. Like I say, well, based on these numbers from the Kansas City experiment, when you police a, a neighborhood this way, you know, it seems like there's more police presence than actuality. They just went on different shifts. You know, my opinion is it looks like more police presence. The facts are, it wasn't the same amount. It just on different shifts. You know, it's, it's just, I don't know, the more opinionated you are, that means you're ignorant. It just means that you're just throwing out there your experiences of what you know, what you feel about the facts. So, and that's what I get from the fact that people <laughs> talk about SHIT they don't know about. That's like somebody reading about a book about being a gangster, and they're going to shoot and try to portray the book and be a gangster. You can't right. live a lifestyle if you ain't grew up in a lifestyle. So I, I'll give you a hint off of how to manage a million dollars if you ain't never had a million dollars. That's what basically, right. you know, you gotta get to points like that. You know, people just try to talk about stuff they have no idea what they're talking about. Like, well, let me give examples. a, well, uh, let me give a shout out first to, uh, and I can't talk, <laughs> man. Your, I was trying to say, out. I still can't say, opi- opinionated. Opinionated? Opinion, opinionated. Opinionated. Yeah. Opinionated. Yeah. Opinion man. ate it. Like the opinion ate it. Opinionated. The opinion. Let's talk, man. Just stop. Just repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one again, man. I'm going to go to work and you die in there. <laughs> man, you've been opinionated, man. Opinionated. Yeah, I said it right, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that what I said? <laughs> and they have no factual statement. <laughs> I know you're smart, man. That's what I'm saying. Huh? I feel you. I feel for. I say. I know you're smart, man. It's I'm not one of the things. I'm not smart. That's the thing. I'm slurring, man. I'm drinking wine, baby. All right, so drinking wine. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm drinking some gin. What are you, Shannon Sharp? Like, what are you Hold doing? On. Opinion, opinion, aided. Opinion, aided, Opinion, aided, aided. Opinion hey, eight, man. Yeah, yeah, damn it. Hey, we got five minutes. Yeah. 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 I'm from the street. Oh, man. I didn't even forget what I was about to say. I had a really good point, man. I just, <laughs> 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 yeah, it turned into hooking, uh, hooked on phonics, man. The point is that people don't have any idea about somebody else and they want to talk shit about it. So, thank you, Troy. Thank you. Okay. I was going to relate that to a hot button topic that's, you know, been around for ages. So the thing about abortion, pro-choice, pro-life, whatever. Mm-hmm. How can you, if you're pro-life, tell somebody else they're wrong from an abortion? And then you would say, well, you shouldn't do it because in the Bible it says this. Well, that's your opinion, right? So now, now you're ignorant because you're, you're applying your own beliefs to somebody else. Or you can say, well, it shouldn't be used as a form of birth, of birth control. It's not your body. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you care? It ain't your baby. Are you out there adopting babies at the abortion clinic? No. So shut the fuck up. Like, that's how I see it. And it's a lot of stuff like that that's going on, and people who try to revert to either the Bible or, or their own personal values, which that's on them. Like, if you don't like gay marriage, you don't get gay married. Like, I don't. 
I don't think. That was your business <laughs> at all. Don't, don't get gay married. <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't like gay marriage? Cool. Don't, don't get gay married. Don't go to a gay right. wedding. Right. Don't go to men.com. That's a damn show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point. It goes back to the whole thing, man. You can't pick and choose what you want to uh, allow someone or when they exercise their right uh, their rights in America, man. You you can't pick and choose what you think they should be doing. And it, it's not right, man. So if you ain't black, don't talk about black shit. Real shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's so true, man. Like, I don't I don't understand how you can ever speak about another black person. Did you grow up black? How the hell you know a black Exactly. I don't get it. Like, but people are experts in all things black, man. And I'm like, why? You know, you don't live that lifestyle, man. You don't know how it is to be profiled or, you know, looked at differently or treated differently. or. And people are always like, oh, slavery happened so long ago. But, you know, why do we remember the Holocaust right. or the nine, or 9-11? Right. You know? Right. The right. same shit. That was a long time ago, too. The hell they talking about? You didn't have a culture about slavery. You wouldn't know right. shit about life. But we can <laughs> choose our, uh, our history, too. We yeah, we can choose. Yeah. I'm gonna practice, man. I'm gonna practice that word. I'm gonna get better at it, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's almost like right, opinion, opinionated. Opinionated. <laughs> opinionated. <laughs> There's five syllables, man. Right. Hey, I, I gotta break it down. Eight. How I know how it to say it, man. Right. Opinionated.com. God damn it, Jaro got me. Jaro. Jaro got me tripped up by. Oh, ja Rule. Yeah, I shouldn't have quoted Ja Rule, man. Who called ja his map? His map. His map is different. I murdered. I murdered that word. He murdered it, yeah. Hey, but I do, I do appreciate you, man. Thinking I'm smart, man. I, I'm, hey, struggling smart, man. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling. But, uh, <laughs> we got like a minute. Uh, <laughs> we got a minute and a half left. Oh, I mean, let's take it out. So, we appreciate all you guys for tuning in and listening to episode 15 of The Jet Show. Next week, I'll release the topic. So, if you feel like you want to hear something or call in, go on the website, put your opinions down, or your comments, or your questions, or whatever, and we will definitely get into the show. If you want to call in and Get in on the conversation. You definitely do that too. Or just on listen. You can do that also. And shit. Right. And if you can get to the links, blame it on John because his hyperlinks is about men. So, yeah. we all look at all men. The next time, stay long. Stay long. Unclickman.com. Yeah, hey, don't know. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> shout, shout out to Romy Mac, man. Yeah, Romy Mac. Yeah, for sure, man. And shout and, uh, out to Mac alone, man. Anybody, anybody that's ever called or listened, man, we appreciate it. And uh, honestly, we can't, you know, grow or or get better without people. So uh, please tune in. Yeah, shout out to everybody, man, that's listening. And I'm gonna brush up on my uh, vocabulary. Vocabulary. Yeah. Vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> it's all. It's all about reading out loud in the mirror, man. Oh, you gotta read out loud. Down, man. Down.